Hello, I'm your host, Dan Queen, and welcome to my show where we're discovering the world of spatial reality. That's all things augmented, virtual, and extended reality. Each show, I'll bring industry innovators and thought leaders discussing their contributions and insights to this fast-evolving industry. This week, I'd like to welcome Casper Tikier, founder and CEO of Zapper Limited. Hey, Casper, good to see you. How's it going? Uh, all good, yeah. Uh, delighted to be on the show. Yeah, thank you very much. So, you know, you, you've been in this industry for a while. Uh, maybe you can give us a, a little rundown on your company, and then I know you have some exciting news to talk about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. So um, Zappa has been uh, in the sort of AR world for uh, coming up to 10 years now. Um, and I always liken sort of AR years to dog years. Um, it's a, it's a, a long time and a lot has changed um, yeah, um, from has. 2010 to 2020. So yeah, yeah I mean, Zappa, we are a, a technology business um, uh, first and foremost, but we also have a creative consultancy um, as well um, with a fully functioning studio to, to make uh, AR experiences for uh, our different partners. Um, and I guess really for us, we, we tend to try and not talk so much about AR, but more about having a, a camera capability, you know, and what a camera capability can do for right. brands and businesses and end users. Um, uh, and I guess, you know, as central to our mission is all about democratization. You know, how do we democratize this sort of facilitating sure. camera capability for everyone? Yeah, that's, that's uh, the key guess, for a lot of people. Well, that's it, yeah. Uh, and I guess that exploration has also got us into um, uh, uh, the whole area of mixed reality as well. So you, you mentioned sort of our exciting new announcement, which is all around uh, making the world's most affordable um, mixed reality kit um, available right. for $40. So, um, and that's something that's on Kickstarter now. Uh, yeah, and we're, we're, we're really, really excited about that. Yeah, so, you, so you've got this new kit, and what, what are you calling it? Uh, so it's called All New Zap Box. Um, uh, and the reason for that is that it's actually had a sort of a, a, a five-year history, um, Zapbox, in terms of, uh, I guess, our, our, uh, the period of time we've been working on it. Um, but uh, over that time, it's evolved um, quite a lot from something that was a, a piece of cardware, if you like. You know, it's all, all made from cardboard. Yeah, I remember the cardboard and, days. <laughs> that's it, exactly. You know, we took our, took, very much took our inspiration from, from the work that, uh, you know, Google had done around Google Cardboard. Sure. And see how that could be applied to mixed reality. But the new, all new Zapbox product is, is sort of that same sort of super simple um, solutions design philosophy, then amped up to a new proper um, uh, form factor. That's, that's well, you, you sent me some video. So let's, let's take a quick look at that so people can get an idea of what your Zapbox looks like. Uh, and yeah. the industrial design and uh, feel free to comment on it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it is a really kind of, you know, a, a, a complete evolution of, of where we've been. And you, you can see here that it's got a very, very open form factor. So it's all about being able to sort of sit comfortably on your head, as shown here, really easy and, and quick to be able to put on and get into an experience. And then really we're using the firepower of existing devices. Um, uh, in order to um, fire up the sort of mixed reality experiences. So having that full peripheral vision, um, sixed off with controllers um, uh, that uh, have sort of analog um, inputs as well uh, to give you just sort of a, a really compelling uh, mixed reality experience, but blended then with the real world that you can see. Yeah, it really, it really looks nice. I mean, a lot of the, the, the more inexpensive mixed reality devices 
were very clunky or, you know, like the cardboard days were made out of cardboard or, or these big heavy things that were on the front. It, it looks like it fits very well. You can adjust in the back and, um, and um, I, I think people will really like it, especially I saw some videos of uh, your kids or some other kids yes. playing with it. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, um, well, we certainly see a, a really um, exciting opportunity within education and vocational learning and indeed learning and development in general. And the thing that we found when we've spoken to uh, a lot of these organizations is they're so excited about the opportunity for, for mixed reality and XR in general, but the cost is quite prohibitive when it comes to the hardware. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I, th I think that the, you know, the things like HoloLens um, um, are amazing, amazing um, devices, but they are quite expensive. Um, and if you are trying to do that in a learning environment where you need or want to have quite a few kits that you know sure. a, a classroom or you know can use, um, that becomes challenging. So I guess what we've tried to do, you know, we had this uh, when we were first making Zapbox, this kind of internal um, way of talking about it of making sort of a magic leap, magic cheap, um, and you know, sort of go, how do we take, how do we bring the magic the, cheap. the immersion and the excitement around mixed reality? Sure but to people at a price point they could afford back to that sort of democratization point. Um, yeah, so you so mentioned yeah. you mentioned the education. I, I don't know if in Europe you call it the same thing as we do in the United States, which is STEM. Do you guys use that? that absolutely, term? yeah, absolutely. STEM learning and the whole sort of K-12 piece. Um, indeed, and I think that's that's what's so interesting is, is um, uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, my kids have become guinea pigs for these things. So <laughs> my, my, my youngest daughter, Isla, who is nine, has become a bit of a, a Zapbox fangirl. But what's so, so lovely is that actually, you know, it's really easy for kids of that age to be able to put it on and, and um, experience these things. And, and I guess we're really fo focused on, um, because we're using video see-through um, rather than optical pass-through for our, for our experiences, right. we're really targeting um, types of experiences that are, are good on a desktop, you know, um, yes. and where that's quite a controlled environment that you can then um, look at whatever then is in the mixed reality view and explore it by moving around that space and, and interacting it with the control. Yeah, in fact, that's, that's probably a good lead into, I, I'm going to put up one of the videos that you, that you sent me here. Okay. And um, let, let me just go to this one and give people an idea of what that looks like. So this is actually uh, yeah. a gaming. Yeah, so this is this is fun. This was actually um, uh, a game jam that we did internally with our, uh, you know, our, our internal devs, uh, and, and uh, this was the winning um, game indeed. Um, it's a, a tower defense game, but it but it just shows how that sort of tabletop gaming can really be brought to life, um, uh, you know, uh, in mixed reality. Um, but and, and what's so lovely is that you know that was something that was put together, as I said, in, in sort of, sort of 24, 48 hours by the team. Sure. Um, so it's not that polished, really, but you can already see, you know, the types of experience that, that, that you can have and interact with, which is great. Right, right. Now, you said you started off on Kickstarter with, for the project. Why Kickstarter? I guess when we started the, the, the exploration of Zapbox, that's great when you're doing it internally, but you kind of also want to get that feedback and go, is this of interest to people or, you know, are, are we just kind of um, amusing ourselves here? So part of it was to, a bit of exploration to see, is there a market? Sure. But then, you know, actually there is an important element, which is especially, you know, with um, all new Zapbox, um, where there is an upfront kind of tooling and manufacturing and, and you know, you have to um, get that first order going, which, you know, um, in the region of sort of 60, $65,000. So, so we kind of wanted to make sure that we could help um, underpin that with, with, with people's help and support. Um, 
Uh, and then I guess it's also just a lovely way to, um, uh, you know, begin that marketing element, you know, uh, sort of introduce it to the world, see what sticks, understand actually what feedback you get from different cohorts as to what they'd like to see with that box. And you know, right. education, there's, there's gaming, but there's also some really interesting stuff, um, you know, just for designers as well, you know, um, you look at just the, the, the incredible library of um, sort of 3D models that exist on you know, Sketchfab and TurboSquid, et cetera, and you know, the millions of you know, really capable um, artists out there, you know, thinking about how we could bring those to life in mixed reality for them to quickly view and you know, people to see and collaborate on, and, uh, et cetera. You know, some really interesting, I guess, uh, uh, things that come back from Kickstarter and from that community going, hey, I would love to use this for which then you know feeds back into what, what we focus on yeah now, now that's a good point because you know um obviously you know kickstarter can be a double-edged sword too right i mean if a campaign really failed and you get nobody going after it well you know your idea just went out the window but on the other hand if it's successful and you get a good response you know that you've got uh, not only an audience out there but you you have a lot of revenue that you've pre-sold uh, devices for. And yeah, sure, it's a discount, but at least you get it out there. But you, you brought up a good point, which is that the Zapbox is not only a device to wear and use, but because of your history, you guys have a lot of uh, software development kits too, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, that's it. You know, I, I guess it's part of um, our, our, our ecosystem. So, so yes, we have kind of the internal studio where we kind of help um, um, other businesses realize, you know, what their camera strategy might be. Then um, uh, fundamentally, we have Zapworks, which is our um, content authoring and publishing platform, um, which we use as a studio, but is absolutely open to everyone. Again, back to the democratization point, it was important to us to go, how do we um, almost equip the next generation of developers and designers with the right tools to be able to make um, you know, AR experiences for the mass market? And so, you know, um, Around Zapworks, um, we have our own sort of studio tools, but we have this concept of universal AR, um, then where you know, we can also um, allow people who are making content in, in Unity, say, or, or you know, um, uh, it with A-Frame or whatever that might be, uh, to use those tools of their choice, but use our underlying kind of um, scanning, detection, and tracking algorithms as well, um, uh, and then produce that content once and be able to actually deploy it. Um, uh, yeah, let's let's show a video of a um, you know, little explanation of your SDK. When it comes to developers, all new Zapbox has you covered. Alongside support for our integrated Zapbox Studio development environment, we're thrilled to announce our forthcoming Zapbox SDK for Unity. Built using Unity's XR plugin framework, this will allow your existing XR projects to be built as native Zapbox apps for iOS and Android. We can't wait to see what the awesome Unity developer community will build for Zapbox. Yeah, I mean, you know, adding that sort of Unity level uh, or layer to, to Zapbox is is um, just super exciting, as as sure. said. You know, and it's when you think, I think it's some incredible statistic that something like 60% of all sort of AR, VR content um, has been made using Unity. Um, yeah, that's pretty so, remarkable. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it is incredible what they're doing. Uh, and, and I guess to, to then add Zapbox to that sort of, I guess, toolkit um, that, that Unity developers can take advantage of um, is, is super exciting. And I, and I think that's also just about, you know, for, not just what they might um, make and put out there, but just the sort of rapid prototyping. Um, yep. uh, you know, again, that sort of ease of being able to put 
um, a Zapbox headset on, uh, you know, and and uh, and try things out. You know, uh, I guess we're just trying to kind of make that sort of bring down that that level or any barrier to people wanting to try and and see what they can do in spatial storytelling with mixed reality. Yeah, I think I think it's great because Unity is such a broad-based uh, accepted application that it really opens the door for you folks to uh, piggyback on that and expose you know your business even further. How much of your business is really um, uh, based on the application space and the things that you were doing in the beginning versus where, where you're headed now, you think, with the, with the headsets? Yeah, that's a really great question. I mean, I, I guess when we started, you know, because we were very much self-funded uh, and, and it was important from us from, uh, from day one to ensure that, you know, we lived kind of, you know, hand to mouth. So, you know, the projects we got in paid the bills, you know, meant that we could do <laughs> yeah. further sort of investigation in R&D. Um, rather than just you know going out getting loads of funding and you know spending it all, um, and so we, I guess we've had quite a traditional approach in, in terms of how we built the business um, from there. So in, in the beginning, we were sort of more reliant on the project work, um, you right. know, in order to you know uh, help build the market, show what um, AR could do, but then always um, uh, with the, the 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 future potential of um, having our platform and our tools be the driving force of the business. So the sort of subscription business that is around sort of Zapworks and lifestyle. Yeah. Zapbox feeds into that because I guess it's another demonstration of, you know, right, well, if we really are talking about democratization and we want that sure. across XR, well, then we have to open up um, uh, mixed reality to more people. But that sort of helps underpin what we're doing with Zapworks and a platform because, you know, they sort of go hand in glove together. So. Over time, I guess our, the proportion of our revenues and our sales and our focus that is around um, the subscription business and around right. um, you know things like Zapbox increases, um, and it's and it's great to see that. That's great, and and I, since you've been in the business for for a while, I think mm. we both have. Um, mm. You've obviously seen a lot of changes happening. So uh, how would you phrase uh, how would you phrase what you've seen over the last eight to ten years? Yeah. Well, gosh, I mean, yeah, a lot has happened, right? It's uh, going quick, isn't it? <laughs> it's going, it's going quick. But, but I think we we always um, took the approach that 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 it was going to be a marathon and not a sprint. You know, yeah. that, um, I, I still think the last ten years was really just foundation building. I think it's super exciting what happens in the next three to five, frankly. And yes. and of course, you know, the the, the thing that's um, the thing that's caught up or make things more exciting is that the hardware improves, you know, CPU, GPU, battery life, network connectivity, you know, the introduction of things like world tracking and AR kit and core and different cameras and how LIDAR's going. There's so many things that all just mean that the experiences are getting um, uh, all the, you know, better and better all the time. But I don't want to take that away from actually just the brilliant things that we could do back in 2010, 11. Sure. And I, and I always say this, that, you know, that, that actually, it doesn't have to be the most bleeding edge technology that you're using to make right. really right. Um, sort of um, immersive and engaging AR experiences. Right. Um, you know, that tech's been available for, for, for quite some time. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the trick, you know, and I, I, I've been saying this for a long time, the trick is, especially for consumer space, is really finding that key application, that use case that really drives the use and shows, shows the average person on the street the value of what spatial reality can do for them yeah no you're, you're right you're right and, and and i think what's what is exciting is that that is becoming sort of almost more utilitarian in its in its use it's not yeah. just yeah. sort of the marketing add-on and, and right um 
And I think, you know, look, I, I think we have to also, um, you, know, um, you know, give credit where credit's due to, to companies like Snap who have actually sure. taken away the language of um, augmented reality. I mean, all, all the phrases and all the terms yeah. around our space are just not fit for consumption, you know. Uh, and I think them talking about filters and lenses and, you know, talking more about camera than they are, those are all important steps. And people sort of using um, uh, face filters and things, however kind of, um, I, I, I guess, um, uh, just fun they are, and, and less on the utility scale, it still got people used to the idea of, you know, uh, having things appear in the camera view and you sure. know, thinking about how they might, um, how might they might use that. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think the exciting thing though now is, you know, what does that mean for connected packaging? You know, new ways of thinking about sort of contactless retail. What does it mean for fan engagement and right. for loyalty and for education? And there's so many opportunities. I, you know, um, I've I've actually over the last few years I've tried to merge augmented reality with outdoor types of of activities, and um, you know, and and there's such a, a big need for it, but. You know, I, I had a, I had uh, someone, I was doing an interview with a magazine and they said, well, why would you use this technology? And I, the technology I was using was actually night vision. Why would you use this technology? Um, it's really for, for people who want to spy on others. And I said, no, you know, you can use technology for the wrong thing anytime, but this is a case where you get people outdoors. You combine these technologies, augmented reality, and this other camera technology I was using, um, and you get people outdoors to enjoy things and understand what they can actually do new in the world in which they live. And uh, I, I think you're, you're one of the companies that's been there for a while and you guys are trying to do that. Uh, I, well, I totally agree. And I think there is something nice about, you know, we do spend too much time on our devices. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and, and our heads down and typing away. Yes. And, you know, at, at least with, it might be through a lens, but at least we're getting people to look and discover the world differently, you know, and I think that that's not, not necessarily a bad thing. Um, uh, and as you said, you know, the stuff, the, the stuff that's coming through now in, in terms of what can be sort of more geolocated as well and sort of um, uh, is, is exciting. Yeah. So much to go at, I think that's what's, you know. So any, any insight to future plans for Zapper? Um, well, you know, it's kind of um, always forwards and along, really. I mean, that's the thing. We're in a sector that never stops. Um, so um, we're certainly, you know, uh, more focused on, on uh, web AR, of course, um, you know, because that's another thing that has really kind of just broken down the barriers for, for, for adoption. So making sure that um, all, I guess, all aspects of our platform and all parts of, the, of our sort of um, underlying sort of tracking uh, algorithms can work well and performantly in the web. Right. Um, is super, super important. Right. Um, so there's loads of stuff that we're that that we have um, coming up around that. I can't say too much, um, but you know, I, I think that box for us is is sort of one of those big focus points as well. You know, um, uh, certainly in this in this next bit, and you know, we're we've just got one week left on Kickstarter. I think we're just approaching ninety percent sort of funded. So oh, you're gonna you're getting there. Push. You're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting there. Um, and then, but you know, the work doesn't stop there. You know, it's almost like you then have that responsibility. I mean, that's the other thing about Kickstarter. It's great, you're gonna, and, uh, wonderful to have this, but then you do feel that real sense of responsibility to those yeah, people. Yeah, now are you gonna roll it over to uh, Indiegogo, uh, you know, once you end the Kickstarter campaign? Uh, no, I think, I think, you know, to be honest, I think once we're there, we, we just wanna get our, like, kind of get our heads out. I mean, the, the other thing about Kickstarter campaigns, for anyone who is doing one, um, is they are, an enormous amount of work. Um, you know, they, they, I've they, done they, one, I know. <laughs> uh, 
it's in, you sort of forget how much. I mean, I, I, we've done one, you know, five years ago when we started. Yeah. I've sort of forgotten all of that. And you're like, wow. I mean, it is like. And it's 24-7. It doesn't end. No, I, I, that is exactly it. So I have to say, I really hope we get there by next Friday and it will be a huge sense of relief. But then the real work starts, really, you know, because it's like, right, now we've got to push the button on manufacturing, kind of work on all the software. Oh. Get everything you know as good as we want it to be which is exciting but you know uh, so i think that's that's you know a, a really big thing for us for for um for 2021 um, and how are you going to continue spreading the word are you going to do a lot of digital media or social or are you advertising how, how what's your plan there yeah absolutely well certainly um you know we have a zapbox site and so all new zapbox will begin to sort of migrate that that, that content over there I think we're, we're really keen to see if we can set up some sort of uh, game jams. You know, one of the things we want to do in the next right. Christmas is get that, um, uh, that SDK for, for Unity out. Um, so even though people won't have the new kit, they can use the existing kit and start sort of experimenting with it. Sure. So I think, you know, um, inviting people to do that. I think partnerships are so important for the sort of stuff we do, um, you know, and, 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 you know, kind of just speaking to different communities. Um, so different sort of, um, I guess, the, the, the 3D artist community and the developer communities, etc. We'll certainly be out on, on, on social. Um, I, I'd hope that, you know, if we are um, through um, the, the worst of COVID and lockdowns all around the world, yeah. we'll do some proper kind of um, sort of launch events because we just want, yes. you know, getting it in people's hands is, is the fun thing. Um, yep. You know, as, as you all know, with all things AR, you can watch the videos and that's cool, but there's nothing like trying it. And nothing like doing it. That box. You know, it's yeah. one of those ones where you kind of do need to try it to kind of get a sense of just how good it is for $40, you know. I mean, yeah, really well, when you decide to do your event here in the US, let me know, um, you know, I'll be glad to uh, take part and, and see oh, how it goes. Yeah, that would be great. Well, I'd, I'd love to have you there, Dan, for sure. Yeah, well, look, I really want to thank you for coming on here and giving me the time to uh, talk about Zapbox and Zapper. And, uh, you know, I, I wish you and your team all the best with the Kickstarter campaign and hope you are very, very successful with it. Oh, thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. And uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. And if you want more information on the Kickstarter campaign for Zapper, just look Zapbox up on Kickstarter. And uh, you can also go to Zapper's website, which is Z-A-P-P-A-R.com. Casper, thank you very much. Um, look forward to speaking to you again in the future.